So, um, <clears throat> I want to talk about a different type of salt. Uh, I don't know, I guess I've been thinking about grief lately and um, how it affects us. And I think it's pretty safe to say we can agree that uh, grief isn't something, you know, you get over. You know, grieving, the grieving process just comes in waves. You can't help when things will hit you, you know. Um, for example, so I um, I lost my oldest brother to a violent crime. Uh, I was still a toddler. So I don't remember a whole lot. Just there's distinct things that uh, stick out. But nonetheless, um... Growing up from that and the after effects of the murder trial, um, my mom really made a point to talk about my brother, basically that he was more than his death. So we didn't really discuss details, you know, like it wasn't important. It wasn't the essence of who he was. I mean, as heartbreaking as it was the way my brother left this world, you know, it was because of who he is why friends that were on his little league with him still go to his headstone. You know, there's a reason his 8th grade girlfriend is like my friend on Facebook and we casually chat. You know, um... And anyways, this year, uh, my mom had a sit-down with me where kind of scared me because my mom just said when you get home let me know because I need to come over we need to talk and I'm like oh fuck you know and um scared the shit out of me <laughs> and she brought up that she was notified by a victim witness that uh one that well both of the men who were in part of uh the death of my brother are up for parole um, they're in two separate prisons, so it'd be two separate parole hearings, and my mom honestly came to me, and she just said, you know, I want, would like it if you spoke. You don't have to, but we have to give your brother a face. You know, we have to give the victim a face to them, and we need to make them realize who he was, and, you know, my mom brought me and bunch of my aunties and we all filed in carrying a picture of my brother um some of them I had never seen you know um and it really was it took me a long time shit I was writing what I was gonna say like I knew I wanted to speak but I wasn't sure what I wanted to say you know um it was it was hard I mean I was writing it up to that morning of like I I was rethinking and going over, rethinking, and I just, it took me a lot, but I was able to, and it was just like that, I'd felt like I carried a lot of my mom's grief for her because of how hard she grieved, which is no, it's, that's not a, a slight against her at all. I mean, she even said it yourself. She's like, she, herself, she's like, there's not a word from when a parent loses a child. You know, there's an orphan and there's a widow, but it's because what word can encompass, 
encompass something. You know, your children are supposed to bury you, is the thought, you know, like you live a life with them. And my brother, he left this world at, you know, 14. And my mom, you know, I told her to speak first, but um, I finally did. And I, like I said, I felt like, because I felt like I couldn't allow myself to grieve for my oldest brother. I mean, because it took a lot to think about. It took a lot to wonder about. Um, it, it, it really, you know, like you don't stop loving or someone just because they passed away, you know, and I had good memories with my brother and there's a lot of things, you know, and it was like sitting there and looking at this, this person that went into prison at 17 and now they're like a 39 year old man. And I'm looking at him, and I'm just, and it it was this feeling of just like, you know, because of you, I'll never have both of my brothers to walk through this world with. When, you know, it comes time for my mom to be passing, it'll be just me and my bro- other brother, you know, we won't have our big brother to help us and be there, you know, like, I grieve for my other brother who had to take on the role, you know, he was the middle sibling, you know, now he took on the older brother role even more. I mean, they're always really loving and protective, but even more so. And I think that was why, um, I remember growing up and I would get so sad because I had friends who lived with their siblings and they would talk about how much they hated their sibling or like I'd find out that their siblings weren't nice to them. And I remember thinking like, if my brother lived with me, it wouldn't be like that, you know? Um, I remember just me and my brother always would make a point to say we loved, you know, I love you to each other and that, you know, he'd say, I'm glad you're my sister. And I tell me, I'm glad he's my brother. And he, and, you know, and I always just realized, I mean, we, know what it's like not to have a sibling anymore. I mean, me and my older brother, you know, we had some real talks about it, and it was more of a, you know, he is the grief of, he lost his older brother who he mostly grew up with. He was 10 and my brother was 14, you know, and he has all of that. And then I have the grief of not getting that. You know, I don't know what my nieces or nephews would look like. I don't know what type of man my brother would have been. I don't know it's how different our lives would have been. All the graduations and other lives that would have been different if Mitch was still here. But it's like for so long it's been... I mean, I'll be honest. I It didn't register to me what it meant that he was murdered. I, I, it took me till I was, fuck, around, when I was turning 14, I remember that's when I started freaking out. Like, I started, like, when I I got to be, like, 12, 13, like, I remember thinking, like, if I go past, you know, this date in December, I'll no longer, you know, or I'll, 
I would have outlived my brother. And I remember freaking out and tripping out over that. But it's like, I don't know, I always felt like the stuff I was always thinking just wasn't important. So, like, why would I talk about it? Like I said, I feel like I carried my mom's grief a lot. You know, she, um... She did carry a lot, you know. My mom, you know, she did her damn best. I mean, she could have easily turned to drugs or drinking or some other bullshit. But, you know, she... She was depressed off so fucking lootly, but, you know, she was... <sighs> I wasn't wanting or needing for the most part. I mean, my mom made sure my shit was handled maybe emotionally, not 100%. Like, I mean, we've talked about that. Like, I mean, you know, she's even admitted that to me. And it's like, for me, it's, I'm at this place of, like, there's not a fault anymore. Like, at the time, you know, there's times I had a lot of anger towards my mom. I'll admit that. But it's like... I can kind of step outside of it to a point like I'm just like you know what else can I hold her to like like I don't like being reminded of other ways I've fucked up and you know I especially when I've already apologized or I've already acknowledged it's like you know why do you got to keep rubbing it in my fucking face it's like when you tell someone that you know you're working on doing this and there's like yeah you need to do that well no shit like, I'm, I'm in the process of it. Like, sometimes light th- things take time, you know? And I just, just over the years, I guess, I really realized how much, how much it broke my mom. Like, it changed her when she lost my brother, you know? And it's like, I grieve. I don't, I'll never know who my mom was before, in a sense, you know? I was too young. I was three. And it's... It's, like, over the years, like, more things have, like, come out, like, that really have changed. Like, I mean, you want to talk about fucking how far does a mom's love go? My mom still makes my brother a spirit plate of food every year for Thanksgiving. Um, she'll clean the, not only his headstone, but, like, she'll get it, rally us all up to clean the cemetery because it's kind of getting slacked. You know, um, I remember one time, uh, some guys came into town that were friends of my brother and, you know, we all had like kind of a sit down and we're talking and I remember my heart broke for my mom, the way her voice fucking cracked when she said she was happy that they had families and, you know, or you know, because one of them shared he's married and, you know, has a wife and, you know, has kids. And my mom just, her voice cracked. It's like, she'll never get to see my brother's babies, you know. She'll never know of the female he would have got with that, you know, was the one that made him settle down or that made him want to be like, I'm going to be with this person, you know. It's like, what daughter would we have gotten to welcome into our family? You know, it... Uh, the things you grieve and it's not always just the person it's the potential love you still had to give them the potential memories the things that are just different you know and it's like what's so sad is I'll never really know what it was like whilst my mom and my other brother like they have that like because they can talk about there isn't you know it's like that they've been in this world without me 
and I've yet to be in this world without them, you know? And it's... Definitely eye-opening. Um, I guess it's a different time. It's like, I'm feeling bittersweet today, not as much as salty, I guess. But... It's been a long work week, and I feel like I just wanted to talk about some shit. Because it's like, I have another parole hearing to go to here soon, and I have to face the other person. It's just like, man, I look at these people, and it's like, like the child that they, like for me, it's like, I forgive the broken child inside of them because as a broken kid to another broken kid. But there needs to be consequences. And I feel... (sighs) Like we can't hold on to an anger about what gets taken from us, but... It's okay to grieve, you know, I'm a firm believer in crying, because sometimes you just feel like you're drowning, you know? You just need to pull over and cry for a little bit. Anyways, um, thank you for tuning in. It's another episode of Salty as Fuck. (sighs) Ah, bless.